0: Welcome to Newsfix, where we spend hours going through the news so you don't have to. A fire in Cape Town sparks outrage, a resignation prompts concerns in Sudan, and the release of a confidential arrangement is being eagerly anticipated by the public and the palace. It's Monday, January 3rd. Here's your Newsfix. Now, before we start, we'd like to wish you all a very happy new year and welcome back to the normal schedule of Newsfix. In a look at the latest headlines, South Africa's parliament building was severely damaged by a fire on Sunday. A man has been arrested and is due in court on Tuesday. According to BBC News, the man faces charges of arson, housebreaking and theft. While there were no injuries, President Ramaphosa described the incident as both a terrible and devastating event. Now Aoife Beery, the Irish woman who survived the Berkeley balcony collapse in 2015, has died at the age of 27. According to Irish media reports, Beery suffered a stroke on Wednesday and died in hospital on Saturday night. Remember, for anyone unfamiliar with this tragedy, in 2015, six Irish students spending the summer in California died when a fourth floor balcony they were on collapsed. The tragedy left seven others, including Beery, who was celebrating her 21st birthday that night, with severe injuries. Looking ahead to what's happening today, a confidential settlement from 2009 between Jeffrey Epstein and Virginia Giuffre is scheduled to be released today following an order by US judges. Remember that Giuffre is the woman who claims she was forced to have sex with Prince Andrew on multiple occasions, including when she was just 17 years old. It is a claim Prince Andrew has vehemently denied, but in 2021, Giuffre filed a civil lawsuit against him in New York. It goes without saying it's an important week for Prince Andrew and this entire case. On Tuesday, a judge is set to hear arguments on whether or not to dismiss the civil lawsuit. Prince Andrew's legal team argue it should be dismissed, citing the fact Dufresne now lives in Australia. If the judge does dismiss the case, multiple media reports suggest that's as far as it can go. However, if the case is not dismissed, a trial is expected sometime between September and December of this year. The release of the 2009 settlement today is significant because Prince Andrew's lawyers believe it will stop the civil lawsuit against him. And it's something we'll definitely keep an eye on and have an update for you in the morning. With two quick pandemic updates here, in the UK, daily coronavirus cases have been above 100,000 for the last 12 consecutive days, according to BBC News. That being said, ministers suggest there is nothing in the data at the moment that suggests new restrictions are needed in England. In Ireland, up to 6,000 healthcare staff are currently on coronavirus related leave, according to the Irish Times. Meanwhile, schools are set to reopen on Thursday, despite a surge in the number of cases. In societal shifts, the new Dutch government will include a record number of women, including 10 out of 20 cabinet ministers. The new government will be sworn in on January 10th, and Prime Minister Mark Rutte will begin his fourth term in office. Now in our pin drop this morning, we're taking a look at what's going on in Sudan. The country's Prime Minister, Abdallah Hamdok, has resigned following protests. The resignation comes just weeks after he was reinstated following a military coup in October. We've put together a basic summary on this and included a link to an Al Jazeera article with a little bit more detail. Back in 2019, President Omar al-Bashir was overthrown after decades of authoritarian rule. In 2019, Abdallah Hamdok became Prime Minister. Al Jazeera described him as, quote, an economist and former United Nations official widely respected by the international community. There's been ongoing tension between the military and those who want a civilian-led government. In October, the military placed Prime Minister Hamdok under house arrest in a coup. In November, Hamdok and the military agreed on a deal. Hamdok would lead a government until elections, but with military oversight. Many pro-democracy protesters demonstrated against the deal, saying they do not trust the military. With Hamdok now resigning, it leaves the military in full control. Now in some stark statistics, more than half of the UK's black children live in poverty, according to research conducted by the Labour Party. According to the study, black children are now, quote, twice as likely to be growing up poor than white children. The Guardian is leading with the exclusive story this morning after the Labour Party released the findings to them. Labour are quoted within the article as saying the research highlights, quote, conservative incompetence and denialism about the existence of structural racism. It's worth noting that while the article's headline is solely about black children, the article goes on to say that Bangladeshi and Pakistani children were statistically more likely to live in poverty. Now in a nice update, the world's oldest person, Japan's Kane Tanaka, turned 119 on January 2nd. Tanaka was born in 1903. In terms of what her secret is, well, she apparently has a weakness for fizzy drinks and chocolate. But Tanaka's birthday also sparked a conversation online about Japan's ageing population. According to The Guardian, the country has a record 86,510 people aged 100 years old or more. That's today's fix. Have a great day.